Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. We're also brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players, and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Prize Picks has no sharks optimizers, or mass multi-entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy-to-use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. They're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with rave reviews. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use that promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Discord says this, that we got to go back to the Richardson hats, the Richardson 112s. 
Luke RJ looks like agrees with him. I'll say this about the hats. So we are getting hats up, guys. It is very hard to find stock in the Richardson 112 trucker hats. And the trucker hats that you see me wear on the show more often than not, they are a foam trucker hat versus the Richardson 112, which, listen, I'm just speaking, you know, my preference personally, I like the foam trucker hats more than the Richardson 112s, and it's not an issue of not wanting to have them. It's just what is available for stock. So starting out, it is going to be that foam trucker hat that we will be selling. We'll do our best to get Richardson 112s, but again, the stock on those, it is very tough to get those in stock. Either way, guys, I want to hear from you, 843-790-3377. After all the events that took place over the weekend, Jonathan Paylor to NC State, Jalewis Solomon to Auburn, and of course, Landon Duckworth, 2026 quarterback. He does commit to the Gamecocks, but a very, very eventful last couple of days in Gamecock Nation. Again, would love to hear your thoughts. And as I mentioned previously, I, I know you guys are just like me. You know, Big Game Boomer says this, actually, right on cue, just tweeted this about a minute ago. He says, we're less than three weeks away from the start of college football, and this conference realignment crap has ruined all the momentum we were building up to. Thank you, Fox and ESPN, for nothing. I mean, I'll say this. It's one of those things you have to talk about. But, yeah, sitting 19 days away from the start of college football season, you just kind of feel like, man, like, I don't know. This is one of those things that uh, it's exhausting. I mean, really, really, truly, really, truly, the – the conference realignment stuff, the NIL stuff, the portal, whatever it is, the off-field stuff, it's exhausting. It's exhausting, flat out. Uh, Fulbright Jason says, Solomon went for the money. Fulbright Jason, no shit. I think that's pretty clear. We all know that. Welcome to the new age of college football. Let's get back into your questions earlier in the show. James Kendall says, all my homies hate getting outbid on NIL. Good way to put it, James. Good way to put it. Brian Dean, no more Pac-12. Chris, do you think we're going to have three power conferences? I definitely think, Brian, we are on our way for that, yes. Hunter Kelly, I'm not excited for tonight the way we played last night. LOL. Yeah, the season simulation series, that was – I was stunned. I was stunned. And you know what's crazy? That simulation last night, a simulation, by the way, in which Spencer Rattler threw seven interceptions, okay? Seven interceptions. Like, I don't even think the play calling was that bad. I just think Spencer Rattler and the offense played like crap. Like, there were some good plays called. There were multiple shots missed down the field. I I don't think you can blame the play calling fully for that loss. I'm just saying. Brian Dean. It felt like a victorious weekend if you're a Gamecocks basketball fan. They went to the Bahamas and dominated. Last game was 107-46, shot 43% from three in two games. They made 33 three-pointers. Brian, I hear you, and I'm a Gamecocks basketball fan, but you know as well as I do, Brian, nobody at this time of year gives a damn about basketball, and that's just the facts. Is what it is, my man, is what it is. Let's see. DGD, what's going on, man? Appreciate you. Appreciate tuning in, DGD. What's up? What's up? 
Mm, let's see. Travi, what's going on? Good to see you. Ethan K, which SEC team would you trade for any other team in the country? I would trade Mizzou for North Carolina. Uh, that's not a bad trade. I'll go with that. Mizzou for UNC. Braddock says, don't think it's a hot take. Fisher's on the hot seat. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Brandon Marcello, of course, talking about that. Uh, a lot of pressure. A lot of pressure on Jimbo Fisher this year. There's no question. Uh, Jeff Gulledge, Big 12 will rebrand soon and become a new conference to separate themselves from the Big 10. Very well could happen. Humbucker75 says, Chris, I really enjoyed hearing you and Jake Crane talk it out lately. Good stuff. Thank you, Humbucker. Yep, we'll have him on every single Friday. Always a fantastic conversation with my guy, Jake Crane. Uh, let's see. Keeping it going. Spur Daddy is in the house. What's Matt? What's up, man? Spur Daddy says, I guess we didn't get Paylor or Solomon because we gave all the NIL money to Dylan Stewart last week. <sighs> I don't know, man. I, I will say this, though, Spur Daddy. I saw some really... I, I'll just say this. Gamecock Twitter and the usual suspects of it, Gamecock Twitter was a mess. I mean, it was a mess. That's what I'm saying. You would have thought South Carolina lost on, like, Dylan Stewart or a Nicholas Harbor, like the gem of the 2024 signing class. Instead, it's, it's Jalewis Solomon, who is a good player. I mean, I think he's a good player, but, like, the reaction was wild. From the Garnet Trust doing what they did to, you know, kids exposing you know, recruits' DMs for, I made them a graphic, they didn't use it, they didn't commit, how dare they? Like, that side of it to just the normal Twitter craziness. Dude, it was all over the place. It was all over the place. I thought it was wild. I mean, I, I because I just took it as, I took it as this. I mean, it sucks to lose the guy, but, bro, I mean, this is NIL. Like, this, this, is, this is recruiting. Guys have changed their minds at the last second. Like, and what's funny is, and I'll say this, because I'm not calling anybody out directly, but you hear people say all the time, don't tweet at recruits. Don't tweet at recruits. Don't tweet at recruits. But there were a lot of people in this fan base that spent the last 48 hours or so, including, by the way, the Garnet Trust, who's a collective, the official collective of USC, spent the last 48 hours subtweeting a recruit. And I'm just, like, sitting there in amazement. Amazement of what went down. Crazy. Absolutely crazy. You missed out on a four-star prospect. Like, who cares? It's NIL. You think Carolina hasn't benefited from NIL? It's the nature of the beast. And I, like, I understand. And I've told you guys this, right? Like, because here's the funny part. I've told you guys, like, I don't understand paying a high school kid a million dollars to come to your school. That's crazy. It's crazy. So, South Carolina, and what's funny is I, I saw people saying that, Oh, well, you know, it's illegal to use NIL in recruiting. That's not a thing. Yes, it is, dude. Do you actually think that these schools aren't recruiting these players and they've got like an NIL package set up? They're presenting the best possible NIL package they can put together. So you can tell yourself whatever story you want that, you know, 
oh, NIL's for the players that are here, not the players recruiting. Bro, bullshit. NIL is for recruiting just as much as facilities, just as much as coaching staff, just as much as culture fit. NIL is getting used in recruiting. To to convince yourself otherwise is a foolish thing to do. But South Carolina had a deal in place, ready to go, and Auburn one-upped it. And if South Carolina didn't feel like they wanted to respond and add more, then that's fine. It's like being at the negotiating table. And if the kid wants to take more, then so be it. It is what it is. He should do what's best for him, and South Carolina shouldn't make a bad business deal trying to chase a kid like that down. Like, but you got to remove, i tell you this, you got to remove the feelings out of recruiting, man. You, you just have to. You have to. You, you, you got to remove the personal feelings. It's gotten to a point now, guys, it's nothing personal. It's business. Recruiting's business. There's an exchanging of funds. There's a contract. There's a negotiation. This is business, right? Nobody takes it personal when an NFL guy holds out and weighs his options and signs the best deal. Nobody, nobody bats an eye. That's happening in college sports now. That, that, that's happening in college football. And you've got to take the emotion out of it or you're going to get burned time and time and time again. Because here's the reality. South Carolina's benefited from a lot too. They've been the beneficiary of it a ton. You think everybody that signs in every signing class comes to Carolina just because they fall in love with the culture and want to be a Gamecock? No. Hell no. I mean, ideally, you have guys that fit both the culture fit, and they love Beamer, and also NIL is a lucrative opportunity that makes sense. But not everybody's like that, man. Not everybody's like that. NIL's worked for Carolina as well. But, again, you have to take the fandom out of it. That's where the Garnet Trust messed up. Like, bro, switch to your burner account. Say what you want to say at your burner account. You represent an entity that is constructed to pay student-athletes, to give them the most lucrative NIL opportunities you possibly can, going up against other schools. You cannot sit there and then say, well, if they're if money's their focus, then, you know, they're not a good fit for us anyways. You can think that. Joe Blow on Twitter can say it. Heck, I could say it. But the official NIL collective can't say it. You, you just can't say it. You don't represent a person. You don't represent a Gamecock fan. You represent a business, an entity. And there's certain things you can and cannot do. There's certain things you should and should not say when you represent an entity. Just a wild, wild sequence of events. I mean wild this weekend. But so again, I, I, I didn't understand the emotional backlash of it all. Like, Okay, four-star kid shows Auburn. So what? Who cares? The guy wasn't even, you know, he wasn't a quote-unquote cock lock until about a week ago. This isn't a guy that's South Carolina's led with for, led for for months and then all of a sudden they land. Like, I, I mean, it's it was, I just thought the reaction to it did not fit the event that took place. I, I thought the reaction far outweighed the event that took place. That, that, that's just me. That's just me. 
Let's see. Um, we're going to get into your questions. Guys, again, you're welcome to call in 843-790-3377. Uh, let's see. Spur Daddy said, it just goes to show not to trust the 100% prediction on 24-7 sports recruiting. They had Stewart 100% to Ohio State, and he winds up a Gamecock. I mean, yeah, you never, you never know in recruiting. You never know. You flat out never know. You flat out never know. And Chase Floyd, you know that I was right on the over on Spencer Rattler last year. You were almost right. The last couple of games saved us, but hit the over hit nonetheless. Austin Gregory, promo code TSUS on price picks. Indeed, pricepicks.com or go download the app. Promo code TSUS, 100% deposit match under $100. We're going to have a lot of fun on price picks this year. A lot of fun. A lot of fun. Jeff Gullett says, when it comes to commitments, I understand people getting upset because it's hard not to take it personally because it makes us feel we aren't good enough. But I never count a commitment until they are at practice. Yeah. Dude, especially now, again, where NIL's a thing and, like, guys, you got you got a few that are doing it, but most guys ain't coming to Carolina. Or they're, they're not going to any school because they grew up a fan of the team. They're just not doing it. Like, if I'm a five-star prospect, even a four-star, Five-star prospect, though. I got a high-level skill set. I got high-level value. Let the bidding begin. Let the bidding begin, man. I mean, I guess it depends on the player, but, I, you know, I, I nearly want to say, I like, like, coaches' relationships and facilities and, like, those things have never mattered less. I mean, really, truly, and that's the sad reality of it. They've never mattered less. South Carolina had a great relationship with Jonathan Palin. Didn't give a damn. Went to NC State. I'd assume they had a great relationship with uh, J. Lewis Solomon. The way he was talking about South Carolina on his Twitter, on his social media, did not matter. When you got other parties involved, like families and, and, and people that are in their ears, and because, I mean, listen, listen, if, you know, put yourself in their shoes, right? You're the father, you're the mother, you're whoever, and... You know, the kid's going to be like, well, you know, the culture, they're going to be like, screw the culture fit. Get the bag. Get the bag while you can. Because there's no guarantee you're going to be an NFL guy three years from now, four years. Get the money while you can. And, and that's just where we are. And, I mean, it's it's that can make you like college ball more. can make you like college ball less. And, again, if you're convincing yourself that it's not being used in recruiting, you're just out of your mind. You're, you're, you're out of your mind. I mean, flat out. I don't care what I don't care what some screenshot says or the rules say, it's happening, man. It's flat out happening. Let's see. All right, let's get into your current. I was going back through the questions here. Spur Daddy says, "Thank God I stay away from Twitter and Facebook. I don't need that trash." And most of the time. That's what those social media platforms attract. Spur Daddy, you make a good point. I will say, though, like, it's it's fun to follow along. It, it is good for sports. Fun to follow along. Chase Floyd says, never forget, 13th out of 14 in NIL. Spur Daddy, the worst of that is the official NIL of the athletic department is calling out recruits. Tanner should be on the horn and cancel that partnership altogether right now. You know, I won't go that far, Spur Daddy, because I look at it this way as well, with grace, with empathy, in the sense of, you know what? They sent a bad tweet. They they emotionally tweeted. And it's probably one of those scenarios, whoever, and I got a good idea who runs the Garnet Trust, probably over there at the Bourbon event over the weekend, probably at the Gamecock Bourbon event that our 
our friends at Carolina Cigars went to. Probably sipping a little too much bourbon, doing a little bit too much tasting and tweeting and drinking, never a good mix. And so they fired that off. And I mean, yeah, I, I will say Spur Daddy, like, I'm, I'm not saying they should be burned to the ground or the person who sent that tweet should be fired. I, I mean, I, I think that's very, very far. But you just got to know better. You, you just got to know better and you got to do better. And you got to realize that you may not like it because that that's the thing. That's I don't want to say that's the problem. But, you know, the Garnet Trust and, you know, they're made to compensate athletes, but it's a business. I mean, it's a business bottom line. It's a business end of the day. And, you know, it's it's being run, though, by fans. And, like, you cannot take things personally. When in, in the business side, you can't take things personally. You can't take things personally in the business of recruiting, the business of NIL. It just, And you certainly can't voice that on Twitter. You, you cannot do that. You know, the people that, you know, are there, and there's not a lot of pushback, believe it or not, but the people that are pushing back on it, like, what's wrong with what they said? They're just Gamecock fans. They're going to defend, 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 defend any Gamecock entity that says anything, right? They, they just are, except for TSUS, which is kind of ironic. Either way, though, they're going to defend, 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 but you got to realize, again, right message, wrong messenger. I, that's the best way to describe it. Right message, wrong messenger. It doesn't matter whether you or I or anybody else agrees with the sentiment that the Garnet Trust put out there. You can not do that. You can't do it. You're subtweeting a recruit. Like, what are you doing? You are, it looks like sour grapes that, well, we don't have the money to compete. They threw a bigger bag than us. Boo-hoo. And then the other thing is you're complaining about doing the very thing you exist to do, which is compensate athletes. Present a lucrative NIL opportunity for them to come to the University of South Carolina. Do you complain when South Carolina benefits from it and gets players to come to Columbia because of NIL? Is anybody complaining that Spencer Rattler's the starting quarterback? Is anybody complaining that Juice Wells is still on South Carolina's roster? Is anybody complaining that Nicholas Harbor signed his letter of intent to be on South Carolina's roster? I don't think so. I don't think so. It's a double-edged sword, man. It's just a double-edged sword. I'm not telling you it's the greatest thing ever and that I don't at times hate it and it sucks, but it's the reality. It's just the reality, man. Gavin says, do I agree with what they said? Yes, but you're right. Should have done that one on the burner account. I mean, absolutely. Yeah, it goes without saying, man. Fulbright Jason, the NIL thing is just honestly sickening. Players shouldn't be paid until they're proven. Some people are giving away money that won't pan out. Some players are going to flop. Fulbright Jason, you are very correct. Some guys are going to be flops, but you know what? These schools are willing to take that chance. They're willing to take that chance. I mean, it'd be like back in the day, me telling you, well, should we really give Jadavion Clowney a million dollars? Should we really give, I mean, hell, guys, should we really give Spencer Rattler a million dollars? Should we give it to Nicholas Harbor? Should we give it to Dylan Stewart? I mean, they're all risks. They're all risks. But it's the name of the game. It's the nature of the beast. And if you don't want to embrace NIL, fine. But you're going to end up recruiting like Vanderbilt. You can kiss top 25 classes goodbye. Because everybody else is getting on board with it. And like I told you guys, 
I don't enjoy sitting here just talking about NIL. Like, I want to talk football. We're going to talk football. I'm excited. Tomorrow, we'll get back into our position unit preview series. We'll talk offensive line. Then we'll move into defensive line. We're going to get back to the football chatter. But this is a topic of conversation. This is, this is a reality in college football now. Lynn Turner says, there's a group of kids that want to go where they want to go, period. And there's a group of kids that want to maximize profit. And there was a group of kids only looking at money. I mean, Lynn, listen, those players, you, you, are, you are right. You are right. You are right. Lynn Turner is also a group of kids that are their own brand and will get NIL outside of school efforts. Yeah. Cody says, the new reality now is that there will be a lot more kids that stay in school because a lot of them will be making more money in college than they will in the NFL. And also, they'll be making way more money in college than they'll make at a real job if they're not going to go pro. Jeff Gullage says, I wonder if the Garnet Trust flat out asked him what amount he wanted to make sure he's a Gamecock, and he said that number. They worked so hard to get that number. They worked so hard to get that number, he still didn't sign. Jeff, either way, it, it doesn't excuse the tweet and the, just how bad it looks and how silly it was, how dumb it was. Uh, and, you know, again, I, and i tell you this. Nothing of what I'm saying, I'm not telling you to go not join the Garnet Trust. And um, it's a fine entity. You know, they're, they're doing their very best to support Gamecock student athletes. They missed the mark greatly on that tweet, though. Just missed the mark greatly. So um, let's see. DGD, trust the coming staff, evals, and development. You have to. Yeah. You have to. Mm-mm-mm. Evan Lusk, how much NIL would it take for Spencer to stay for the sixth and last? COVID year to see him play against OU in Norman again. I have no idea, Evan. I mean, I think obviously NIL is very lucrative, but he's made enough to the point where he, I mean, I'm sure he's ready to take the jump and go to the next level and and play at the NFL. I could be totally wrong. You never know, but uh, yeah. So anyway, so the Big Cock Club Discord, we go. Rowdy Rooster 75 says, man, it seems like Chris doesn't even look at this chat anymore during the shows. You're too good for us now, only talking to the YouTube crowd. Rowdy Rooster, I just knew y'all hadn't said anything, man. You commented three minutes ago. So everything everything else is about y'all talking about Chuck E. Cheese. Like, what do you want me to read from that? There's nothing to talk about from there. I'll say this as well. How much money would it take? How much NIO money would it take for Spencer Rattler to stay for a six-year? Evan, if Spencer Rattler's to a point where He's not a second or third round NFL draft pick. And he wants to come back and he wants to come back and, you know, get NIL. South Carolina shouldn't give him a penny. They should move on and get another quarterback. Because at that point, it's like, all right, you. I'm very confused about the Chuck E. Cheese stuff. I'm very, I'm very confused. Um, yeah. Wild day. Wild day. Anyways, eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Rowdy Rooster, I'm just giving you hell, man. I'm just giving you hell. Um, let's see. Juice Wells on the Blitnikoff Award watch list. Not a surprise there at all. Guys, we will have some coaches, I believe. I think coaches speak tomorrow out of South Carolina fall camp. 
Uh, should be, as Mark was saying, this week, pads are going on. Probably get more intel out of fall camp. Um, so, which would be nice, which would be very nice. And like I mentioned, we'll get back into talking more on the field football tomorrow as we get into our position unit preview series. Breaking down everything, offensive line over the next two days. going to be a lot of fun. Going to be a lot of fun. So, anyways, I, I just, again, I, I didn't really want to spend a ton of time. I thought maybe if you guys, if you guys want to call in, you want to discuss it, bring it up, whatever. But the, I, I just, the stuff over the weekend, man, it was, it was crazy. I mean, it was flat out crazy. Um, wow, how about this? A fight broke out. <clears throat> a fight broke out at LSU's practice during 11-on-11. Punches thrown, guys taken to the ground, multiple people involved. Malik Neighbors and Kyron Lacey got sent to the locker room. Harold Perkins didn't play another snap. Brian Kelly was not happy. Somebody quote tweets. Okay, I think this is trolling. So, a couple sources are telling me Brian Kelly's likely to take action by suspending everyone involved for the Tigers' Week 2 matchup against Grambling State. Yeah. Hey, listen, just good old good good old fall camp, man. People throwing punches. I wouldn't mind if we threw a couple punches at our fall camp. Hey, show some competitiveness. Show some fight. Show some spunk. Show a spark. Why not? Chase Floyd, chat, join the BCC Discord so you can get on the Chuck E. Cheese combo. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. You can also click the link in our bio and click the Big Cock Club link there. And I will say, guys, join today for sure. It's going to be the biggest and best season in the Big Cock Club Discord. We'll be watching games, not just South Carolina, but SEC, college football as a whole. I will be involved in the Discord on game days more than I have ever been. It is going to be a blast. Looking forward to it. So, um, let's see. Rowdy Rooster says, Chris, what's the position unit outside of quarterback you're most excited for? I mean, I think it's got to be wide receiver. Juice Wells, uh, seeing if Xavier Leggett can step up. Nicholas Harbor, Amarian Brown, Omega Blake. Um, you know, Eddie Lewis coming from Memphis. I mean, there's a lot of talent in that room. A lot of talent. Tons of talent in that wide receiver room. So, I'd probably say receiver on the offensive side. Defense, I'll go secondary. When you have a pair of safeties like Eamon Warrior and DQ Smith leading the way, that's a good place to start. Really, really good place to start. So, anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. In case you missed it, the USA Today preseason coaches poll came out earlier today. South Carolina receiving 89 votes just on the outside looking in. Number 27 overall. So, Gamecocks will play five in the top 25, the preseason top 25. Let's see if I can remember it. Georgia at number one. I'd have to look. I don't remember it. I think it's Clemson eight, Tennessee nine. Um, and you got UNC 20 and Texas A&M at 25. I believe that's it. So, AP Spurdetti comes out, I believe, August the 14th, next Monday. Next Monday, I believe. 
Rowdy Rooster, <laughs> tune in tonight. Watch the NCAA stream. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. 7 o'clock, we take on Texas A&M. <clears throat> Let's see. Brian Dean, the key for me is both lines of scrimmage. If we dominate, we will win nine or ten games. Brian Dean, from your lips to God's ears, my friend, that South Carolina could win nine or ten games this season. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Let's see. The Spurs Up Show is brought to you by our friends over at Twisted Tea. Are you ready to elevate your college football game day experience? Check out Twisted Tea, your go-to game day beverage for college football fans. Twisted Tea is unlike any hard beverage you've had before. It's made with real brewed tea and packs a flavorful punch with 5% alcohol and no carbonation, delivering the perfect balance of taste and refreshment that goes down smooth for every game day occasion. No need to settle for the usual. Twisted Tea turns up any occasion, especially when you're cheering for your favorite team. Whether you're tailgating in the stadium parking lot, watching at a bar, or hosting friends at home, Twisted Tea is there to elevate the game day experience. It perfectly complements your love for college football and your passion for creating unforgettable moments. So let's toast to unforgettable game day experiences. Twisted Tea, the drink that fuels fun and celebrates your love for college football. Keep it twisted. Okay, getting back into your questions. 
Austin Gregory, mental health crisis over a graphic, LOL. Spur Daddy, Gamecock Twitter or X is a hot mess. DGD says NCAA ain't going to do shit about it either. It's true. Not going to do anything. Austin Gregory says, if the scumbag bottom tier in our fan base doesn't stop freaking out on these kids when they choose another school, flips and future portal grabs will be non-existent. We need, no need, excuse me, no need to bash the kids. Yeah, and I'll I'll say this, Austin. You know, I I didn't comment on it on social media, but I did see the tweet in question, of course, uh, regarding the you know, when the Jalewis Solomon news came out and a Twitter account out there, you know, reached out to Jalewis Solomon, so, you know, reached out to him first and, hey, let me make you a commitment graphic. I'd love to make you a graphic, whatever. He said, all right, bet I'll let you know. Week later, I don't know how long he hits him up. Hey, man, make that graphic, whatever. Kid makes in the graphic, free of charge. Just offer to make it for him. Jalewis Solomon goes to Auburn. To then turn around and put a kid's DMs on blast. And again, it's just some random dude, some smaller account. And I respect it. I respect the hustle. Respect the grind. You'll be lucky if you ever make another commitment graphic for a guy ever again. You'll be lucky. That is... It's absurd. I mean, it's it's just flat out absurd, man. It's absurd. It's absurd. Like, the kid did what was best for him. He committed to a different school. You made him a graphic for free. To, again, to expose the DMs and do everything you can to put the kid on blast. I mean, and Jonathan Paylor's DMs, by the way. Two players you put on blast. Like, to be exposing or trying to expose people via their DMs, though, just trash. It's just trash, man. There's no place for it. You got to get thicker skin. You, you, you got to if you're going to actually make a business out of it and be a contributor, can't operate that way. Cannot operate that way. I just absurd, absurd. So I don't have much more on it than that, man. I, I just thought that was crazy. I, I thought that was crazy. There's no need for it. Again, if you're looking out for yourself, um, you definitely don't want to do that because future prospects are going to look and be like, well, I mean, if I change my mind last minute, he's going to try to put me on blast on social media. So, no thanks. I'm good. Whatever. Anyways, um, and I wish the kid up with the best, but it's got to be got to be a learning lesson. Got to be a learning lesson for you. Um, let's see. Yeah, Fulbright Jason. Can't wait to see the linebacker corpse this year. Think they're going to be lights out. I think they're going to be very improved, Fulbright. We will get there next week. So we're actually going to wrap up, believe it or not, guys, we are going to wrap up the position unit preview series next week. We're going to talk linebackers, secondary, and kickers and punters. This week, we'll talk O-line and D-line. Both lines of scrimmage. Um... I'm excited for the linebackers. You'll hear, again, the full thoughts on it next week, but we're going to wrap up that position unit preview series next week by end of next week because, of course, the following week, the week of week zero, we'll be off that entire week, taking a trip to Montana, going to see family. Of course, the podcast will run as normal. we got a lot of exciting interviews for you guys to hear. But in regards to the Daily Crow, there will be a week hiatus that will serve sort of our, our last big trip, back, last big getaway, if you will, and then we'll be back getting into it that Monday as we dive into week one, South Carolina, North Carolina, 
going to be an absolute blast. Uh, Brian Dean, Chris, did we pick up a kid from UAB? We did not. We did not. No, that kid I saw, he entered the portal. We did not pick him up, though. Driftwood, many people should apply the 24-hour rule. Yes, Driftwood, I 110% agree. Because you find, after 24 hours, you're just not, you're just not nearly as upset as you were when the initial the initial action took place. You know what I mean? So, anyways. Um, GA, where's that guy from Anderson that said we were going 10-2 and two last year? Don't remember his name. You're talking about uh, Jay Ray. Reynolds. Jay Reynolds. GA, would you believe me if I told you that he has gone on record on Twitter yet again with his predictions would I believe? Would you believe me if I told you he has picked ten and two yet again? He's picked ten and two yet again with a win over Georgia. And so, that's the thing. That's the thing I'll say is like, I, I, if you can really sit down and explain to me why Carolina is going to go nine and three or ten and two or eleven and one, God bless you, and I'm more than happy to hear you out. But your your predictions lose a lot of luster if, you know, Jay Ray, for example. Sure, he's a great dude. He's a great Gamecock. But he's obviously a guy who's just going to pick 10-2 and two every single year. Like, no matter what. No matter the circumstance. And it's like, your predictions hold no weight at that point to me. Like, because you're going to pick 10-2 and two no matter what. And so the one year that South Carolina actually has the team to go 10-2... and two, I mean, sure, you'll hit it then, but, like, in the meantime, you're just an overly optimistic Garnet Glasses Gamecock fan. Bottom line. You are. You are. So, yeah. Rowdy Rooster 75, can you explain the differences between Carolina Rise and Garnet Trust? That's a great question, Rowdy Rooster, for JC. I would say this. The differences, I mean, they're two separate entities. I don't think Garnet Trust is run by Gamecock Central anymore. Jeremy Smith is the name of the fellow who runs Garnet Trust. Um, they do a lot of stuff with Gamecock Central. They they do different things in regards to events, player partnerships. And then Carolina Rise is run by J.C. Sherbert, those folks at the Big Spur. And they do different things in regards to events, stuff like that. So, Either way, bottom line is this. They're two separate entities. They're two separate entities. JC can give you a lot more in-depth on the differences, but yeah. The Garnet Trust is still getting cooked on Twitter for the tweet they threw out there. Uh, Gamecock NIL tweeting out. University of South Carolina NIL tweeting out. Um, you know, South Carolina Athletics, I guess, officially today, Garnet Trust times USC Athletics, Rice Athletics Center. Today, they are finalizing that, what have you. Um, <laughs> and the replies are as you would expect.
Anyways, guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. The the Garnet Bust. Um, Cody, not a big fan of the 2023 Under Armour sideline polo for the season. I have not seen those. What do they look like? They, they I don't know. They, they normally, I don't know, man. I'm not a huge fan of them either. Uh, Austin Gregory, South Carolina's defense will be ranked blank by season's end. I think it could be a top 50 defense. I think that's possible. Um, hard to pinpoint exactly where, but I think it could be a top 50 defense. Lynn Turner says, I think the school made a mistake putting their official stamp on a single NIL org. Uh, run by people who are not employees of the AD because they don't control what the org says or does. Is that fair? I mean, sure. Sure. Frank says, a collective mad at another collective for doing exactly what they are trying to do. Yeah. I mean, Frank, listen, I'll just say this. And I'm not going to go on the rant I went in before, you know, about the division at USC and stuff like that. It's, you know, I, I just... You can say what you want that the two collectives aren't going up against each other, but they, but they are. They are, man. It, it's a competition. It's uh, it's one versus the other, and uh, I mean, it, when it when it shouldn't be, when it when it really shouldn't be, both entities, both sides, fighting to do the same thing. But you know, when when you've got different ideas, different ideologies of how to get to that end result, you know, that's where you see the division. So. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's a wild landscape, that's for sure. It's a wild landscape. Hey, good news on the merchandise out of business. Good news. Tumblr orders will be shipping out tomorrow. So everybody who's ordered a Tumblr who's been waiting, those will be getting delivered or, excuse me, shipping out Tomorrow, you should have those by end of week. Really, really exciting stuff. The Beamer Ball tumblers that are now on sale at TSUS.store. Let's jump to the phone lines here. Call from Peyton. Peyton, what's going on, man? How are you? Good about yourself, Chris. I'm doing fantastic, my friend. What's going on? Uh, not much. Um, I know, I know, uh, let's see, last, when did I call in last? Tuesday or something like that? I told you I'd call in the next day, but a bunch of shit came up, man. And I, You're I good, my man. Beach. I was a, yeah. I was at Myrtle Beach uh, this past weekend. I had a great time down there. And uh, I was hit with that with that tweet like like a ton of bricks, man. What? Who in the blue hell told them that was all right to tweet? I don't know. I, that just sent, that sent such a bad message to every other recruit in the country that's thinking about coming to South Carolina because the last thing that we need is recruits thinking, well, if I don't go there or if I choose some other place because of NIL, then I'll have, then I'll have Garnet Trust talking shit about me on, on Twitter. 
that's the last thing. That's the last thing that we need to put out right now. And especially when we're in such a crucial point in recruiting to just to, to come out and say something like that. It's, it's, it's very tone deaf and it's very situationally unsound. Totally. I mean, that's, it's just, it hit me like a ton of breaks, man. I don't know Mm. what to say about it. Yeah. I mean, listen, it wasn't a great look. It wasn't, it wasn't. Um, I mean, there's just no excuse for it, man. When you're in that position and you're the official NIL partner with the university and you know, it's the irony of the fact, the, the irony that that tweet and them being the official NIL partner happens within a week or two of each other, week and a half, something like that. Wasn't that long. Yeah. Um, you know, listen, I, I, listen, I, I'm going to tell you this. I'm going to tell you this. I will never urge anyone away from, if you want to go join Garnet Trust, give your money, awesome. You want to go join Carolina Rise, awesome. Like, you, if you want to give and give back to USC, awesome. That's, I mean, you, sh- you should do that. You should do that. Um, you know, but these are fans running these collectives. You know what I mean? Fans of the university, and I, I think – that tweet was just emotional. It was just an emotionally, but but when you are in charge of an entity such as that, you cannot react emotionally. You, you cannot do so. Um, right. So I, I you just, um, I, you know, I, I think it was, obviously it was just, it was sour grapes after the Solomon thing. And I mean, that was the, the point I was making before, man, is it, it was just the, the reaction to the Jalewis Solomon commitment was just wild to me. Like how, how much a, you know, that the, the, the outrage that caused. It, it was very shocking. But, yeah, it was – listen, man, the, the, the tweet in question was just it, – it was poor. It was just a poor tweet and shouldn't say it. And your your sole goal and initiative and job is to present lucrative NIL deals. And, listen, every other collective is yeah. doing the same thing. And if you get beat out, so be it. Tip your cap. Business is business. And keep it moving. Um what they said was was outrageous. It was ridiculous, and I mean the tweet's been deleted, but the damage has been done. And you know, I, I'm sure it's hey Shane Beamer's overcome. You know, since he took over the head coaching job, and I'm sure he'll find a way to overcome this. But just a just a very foolish thing that they said. Yeah, and uh, so so two two things to add on to that. Um, you know, you say that it's a it's a collective ran by fans, um, and I understand that. But when you attach yourself to a university like that you become you become part of the university and you got to leave the banter to the fans man you've got to leave the banter to to you and i Mm -hmm. to all the people that tune into the show and all the other gamecock fans across the country you got to leave that up to them because nine times out of ten i have one or i have 100 percent faith that that message would have been tweeted out by some gamecock fan along the way but it did not have to be the NIL partnership with the university. That's such a bad look. And let's see. I, I think I already forgot the other thing. But um, it's just you got to leave that up to the fans, man. Mm-hmm. You got you to gotta leave. You know, you always say the beauty's in the banter. But you don't hear Shane Beamer engaging in the banter. I mean, right. you, don't hear, you don't hear the president of the school engaging in the banter. So, I mean, you, you really shouldn't hear the official NIL partnership of South Carolina engage in this banter like mm-hmm. that. And it's, like I said earlier, man, it's all the other recruits out there that are on the fence that are 
that the only the only other thing that they're looking for is is a better NIL deal, and that's that's what it comes down to for some kids. You don't want to push those kids away. Mm-hmm. I mean, you don't want to potentially give them a bad taste in their mouth because there's no there's no telling how many how many other recruits that this kid knew that maybe thought about going to Carolina mm-hmm. or maybe didn't think about going to Carolina. Mm-hmm. There's, it's just, there's such, there's such a slippery slope mm-hmm. when you start saying shit like that. And you, you just, you run a risk of turning away a lot of recruits, mm-hmm. but thankfully Dylan Stewart already said, I'm done. <laughs> it's over. I'm not talking to any more teams, but we just, man, this, what, what a tone death tweet. What a, what a tone death tweet. Yeah. Yeah. It was tough. And, and to, to your point, Peyton, uh, you know about the beauties in the banter, and you can't have the banter when you're affiliated with you. That that's why I would never, in any way, shape, or form, you know, seek out being affiliated with USC. That's why I love being independent because I do love the banter and I love partaking in the banter. You know, within reason, obviously. So, but to your point, now you're absolutely right. I mean, it's you're 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 much more than a than a fan or a you you don't you you cannot you should not and cannot say the things that the common fan says anymore because you represent like to your point you know you're officially partnered up with the University of South Carolina Austin Gregory also here in the chat makes a good point kind of in line with what you're saying Uh, Peyton he says what bothers me the most about the Garnet Trust tweet is that they were essentially speaking for the coaching staff by saying they don't want players who sold in whose sole interest it is in NIL perhaps true but not their place to say and that's to your point that that comes by default because okay they're going to look at it as this is the official NIL collective of South Carolina, so this must be the way Shane Beamer feels, which is obviously inaccurate. Or if it is accurate, leave it for him to say. Like, you don't need to be the one saying it. So, yeah, I, I get what you're saying 110%. Maybe. But, yeah, it's just you know, to, you, to talk about, um, you know, this, that this tweet comes from, from a place of morality. Right, and then from with the true the true gamecock, you know they they sh- money shouldn't be an issue, or they they should want to come to the university regardless of money and this this and this. That's that's an old world way of thinking about stuff, and all morality went out the window when all of this was put into effect. All of it came became about money then, mm-hmm. right then, and that's the the bag the bag has been opened and you can't close it anymore. So when you – morality went out the window a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And just it, – it's not the place for it now. It's, yeah. it's, it's too late, too little, too late. Nobody wants to hear it anymore. So it's, we got to – and Beamer's done a great job so far of adapting to this, to this new style of recruiting. He's done a hell of a job. But you can't, you can't be fighting an uphill battle. I mean, you can't be having the people that you're working directly with potentially – deterring these recruits that you're trying to land you, you, that's that's so counterintuitive man and it's, mm. it's it's almost like we're uh we're stepping over dollars to get the dimes like right. yes it, it it sucks that we're that we've lost the four-star recruit yes that's it's, it's bad news but you you move on man you move on to the next guy you move on to the next four star better yet you move on to the next five star you move on man it's before like you said earlier i mean before money was even involved in this, recruiting was very, very unpredictable. I mean, ask Clemson about clowning, how unpredictable recruiting can be. I mean, 
you never you never really know until their name's on the dotted line and they're they got the helmet on and they're out there practicing. Mm. But now that money's involved, you got a whole nother element added to it and you can't you can't be fighting you can't be trying to sell your program to these recruits and then turn around and have the NIL people just saying what they say. I just I don't think it's a good look, man. Hmm. I don't think uh, we and we can't continue to have to have shit like this come out. This has got to be a one and done thing. I mean, if if, <laughs> if these personal tweets keep coming out of this nil collective, it's it's going to be a problem. Hmm. It's going to be a big problem. Yeah, I, I, so I've I, got a I, I've got a feeling that'll be the the last one. I'd be pretty stunned if it ain't. So we'll we'll see. But yeah, uh, yeah. So. yeah man. Well, I'll uh, I'll go ahead and get off here, man. Let other people get a chance to talk to you, buddy. Um, love calling in, man. Mm-hmm. It's been a while since I talked to you. I'll, uh, I will actually call in tomorrow, and I'll, and I'll be, I, I will hundred percent do that instead of just saying it like I did last week. But anyway, go Spurs up, show man. Thanks a lot, buddy. Appreciate it, Chris. Go Cox. Peyton, you're the man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much. Go Cox. Really, really good stuff from Peyton. That was great conversation, great banter, and I think he hit the nail on the head on a lot of different things. Um, Jacob E. says, NIL is tough, but you can't blame the kids for taking opportunities to make more money than they've ever seen. Majority of these kids won't see a pro contract, so they got to get it while they can. Absolutely. And Jacob E., I, you know, I'll say this on the whole, again, I would not urge anyone to not support either collective. Of course, our relationship with J.C. Sherbert, Carolina Rise, without a doubt, man, they're doing great things. With the Garnet Trust, the Garnet Trust doing great things, supporting Gamecocks athletes, have at it. But I've always spoken freely on my platform, the airwaves, what have you. I, you know, it's, it's, I mean, you go back a couple of weeks to talking about the, the relationship between USC and TSUS and, you know, maybe there are things that maybe make some folks uncomfortable to bring to light, but it is what it is, and it's no big deal. And, you know, if you if you live truly and honestly and genuinely, you don't have to apologize for anything because it's, it's just the truth. So without giving too much detail, I'll just say this. I would urge folks to support the Garnet Trust because it supports Gamecocks athletes, student athletes specifically. But I'm not surprised that the Garnet Trust found themselves in this position because I know who runs and operates the Garnet Trust. I know who does business with the Garnet Trust. I know who puts on events with the Garnet Trust. I know who is the head of the Garnet Trust. And the way they've been rude to me over the last year plus, in DMs, saying things unsolicited, you know, I'll be honest with you, man, I, I didn't feel all that bad watching them get dragged on Twitter. I, I really didn't. It, it didn't bother me. It didn't. I didn't shed a tear. Uh, it, it didn't bother me. So, again, that's not to tell you not to support the Garner Trust. It, it didn't shock me. It didn't shock me that they would say something that was dumb, just flat out. Um, so, you know, it is what it is, man. I, I mean, it's – but it's – uh. You know, it, it wasn't all that surprising, to be honest with you. It really wasn't when, when, I, when I stopped and thought about it. So, yeah, it is what it is. So, anyways, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. Cox by one says, Park Avenue actually determines how marketable the player is and helps that player actually landing NIL deals. Carolina Rise funds Park Avenue, I believe now, because the university cannot. James Kendall says, man, 
just when I thought we had the adults, or just when I thought we, just when we thought the adults were back in control of our university. I could not read that sentence for some reason. Um, anyways, guys, it's, it's, you know, I will say this though. It's the NIL world. It's the wild, wild west. People are learning as we go. And this is a learning lesson, hopefully for all. So <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Hopefully this is a learning lesson. So. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Anyways, let's go back into your questions. Aaron Freeman, thank you for bringing us back onto the field. Do you see Beamerball focus on the special teams this year? Aaron, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, special team success will be have to do with a lot of our success this year. And I think you heard Brandon Marcello talk about that, is that the, the scary thing is that that's something really hard to translate year to year. And nobody wants to hear that, but it is. It's hard to depend on special teams to not just be, you know, a, a positive for you, a net positive, but to literally win football games. It's hard to depend on that. It, it is. It's tough to depend on that. Jeff Gulich, who scores more touchdowns, our defense or our special teams? I will go with – I'll go with defense. I'll go with defense. Corey Bridges, after seeing Dak put on 15 pounds – do you have more optimism for the run game? Uh, Corey, no, I do not. No, I do not. I, you know, I love what I'm seeing from the carry-on joiner. I love seeing the fact that he's bulked up. He's ready to embrace that running back role. But no, Corey, it, it doesn't really change my mindset. It doesn't change my thought process on what you have on the offensive line, the question marks at the running back position. The fact, Corey, that the carry-on joiner's never played running back as a true running back. So, my questions remain, but it is encouraging to see that from the carry on. What's up, Chris? It's Robbie Davis, a.k.a. the Zaxby's Hall of Famer. I just wanted you to know that this time next week, I will have my game-by-game -game prediction ready. Go Gamecocks. And to heck with that team in the upstate. Have a great week. Jeff Gullich says, who in the secondary will lead this team in interceptions? I will go with DQ Smith. I think the guy has a knack for the ball. I'll go DQ Smith. Barrett Salee tweeting this out. The regents of the University of California have called a special meeting for August the 8th, tomorrow at 7 a.m. Pacific time, to discuss UC Berkeley Pac-12 conference membership. So. So. Sounds like the Pac-12 is making moves. Here's a funny question. <clears throat> Jonathan Moffrey says, would you be willing to do a sit-down dinner with Justin King if he meant the Gamecocks and win 11 games? Jonathan, absolutely. I, I don't hate the guy. I don't, like, the, the, the feelings aren't mutual. You know what I mean? Like, I have nothing but respect and actually admiration for his work. So, if there's beef, it's one-sided. And for the Gamecocks to win 11 games, 
Yeah, sure. I'm sure if we sat down, I could find some common ground with this human being and we could conversate, have a fantastic time, and, and then we win 11 games. Like, And I would put my, even if I didn't feel that way, that's a situation where you put your own interests aside for the betterment of the entire Gamecock Nation. I'd be a selfish asshole if I wouldn't do that. Are you kidding me? Humbucker75, love the content you've been putting out with Crane. Any plans to go on their show soon? You got to ask Jake Crane. Hey, listen, if you want me on Jake Crane's show, go tag Jake Crane and tell him. Because he's been saying that for a while, but it hadn't happened for some reason. Hadn't happened. I don't know why. Austin says, I don't see why most fan bases feel the need to belittle other fan bases in college football. And for the Georgia fans reading this, belittle means to talk down upon. I see what you did there, Austin Gregory. I see what you did there. Frank says, if we win 11, I'm buying Robbie a chicken sandwich. I'm sure he would take it with the quickness. I'm sure he would take it. Uh, Austin says, let's see. Playing in helmets and shoulder pads today, 104 degrees, heat index in Columbia. Feel for those guys. Yeah, it's hot. It's it's very, very hot, no question. It is very hot. So guys, we've got some really exciting interviews and conversations upcoming here soon. Uh, I know for a fact Thursday night, we are jumping on at 8:15 Eastern with Dave Shoemate of Mach 10 Sports to talk all things Gamecocks. I'm actually going on his show. Uh Wednesday morning, I'm talking with Connor O'Gara of Saturday Down South. Thursday night, also, we're talking to my good friend Brett Ciantia of Pick 6 Previews. we got some other conversations lined up as well. You'll hear a lot of these convos, by the way, the week of the 21st through the 25th. That's the week we're going to be out of town, no TDC. Uh, I'll be in Montana. But the podcast will continue to roll. You're going to hear the podcast. You're also going to hear me talk Vandy Hawaii, give my thoughts on the game, give my prediction, give my bets if there's any that I like in that ball game, and my best bets for week zero, my favorite prize picks plays. Going to be a ton of fun, guys. So the podcast is going to be popping that week, but TDC will not happen. Let's see. Again, the Gamecocks were just outside of the USA Today coaches poll. Preseason top 25. And here's the thing, though. South Carolina at 27. You beat North Carolina, you're ranked. And you got Furman week two. That will set up a ranked matchup in Athens. And, of course, the Georgia Bulldogs sit number one in the country in the preseason. So, Austin Gregory, he says, what's your offensive game plan for A&M? Austin Gregory, you want to know my offensive game plan? We're going to run the same damn playbook, and we better execute better tonight. Bottom line. Bottom line. Play calls are overrated. Players are underrated, and they are who win the games. Spencer Rattler throwing seven picks. There's not a freaking system in America, Austin, that would have fixed that. I can tell you that right now. Austin Gregory beating a ranked team in week one would set up for a great season. No doubt. I mean, that, that's, you know, it's a tone setter, man. It's it, If South Carolina is going to get to eight or maybe nine wins, beat UNC, it's a tone setter. It's, it's absolutely a tone setter. No question. 
No question. Anyways, guys. Mm-mm-mm. Eight four three seven nine zero three three seven seven. Any last minute questions, comments, calls as well? Let's see, 2023 preseason stats perform FCS Top 25 presented by FedEx Ground has been released. Furman is ranked number six. South Carolina, of course, taking on the Furman Paladins in week two at Willie B. Furman number six. That is not your typical FCS game. I I mean, Carolina's going to win. Right? They're going to win. But I'm telling you right now, man, that's not your typical FCS ballgame. Not your typical FCS ballgame. Austin Gregory, what's the longest episode of TDC you've ever done? Um, Of TDC specifically, I mean, it's three hours. Three hours for sure. And three hours, Austin? I love you guys, but I, I right now, three hours is plenty. Who knows, right? I mean, I never thought that we'd go to three. I thought two was, we were locked in at two hours forever, and sure enough, we're at three now. So, um, you never know. You, you could see that change. You could absolutely see that change. Mm. You know, it's funny, though, Austin, if you go back, we started the Daily Crow at one hour. It was one hour for quite a while. Um, I forget when we went to two because we started, we started the daily crow in 2020, believe it or not. It's, it's wild to think it's been going on that long, but it feels like we just started yesterday, but we started the daily crow in 2020. And then I think the week of kickoff 2021, we went to two hours and we were two hours, obviously up until shoot May of this year. So we, we were at two hours for quite a while, but now at three, you know, four would be a lot, man. F- four would really be a long show. That'd be a long, long show. Take up a lot of the day. <laughs> a lot of the day. Um, four hours is not a small chunk of time. So, Jonathan says, what's your expectations for Gamecocks men's basketball? A men's basketball question. Jonathan, I I would say right now, loosely, we'll talk more about this as we get closer. I would say right now, my expectations loosely are compete to go to the NIT. I I still have very low expectations, guys. I really do. Um, I I have low expectations at the moment. Um, So I I think if you can compete to go to an NIT, if you go to an NIT in year two, that's a great year. I, I really think so. That's a great year. Um, but it's going to be interesting. I mean, th- th- this team's got potential. Some of the pieces they added in the portal. I know you lose GG Jackson, but you added some quality pieces. But I- I'm I'm just again I'm, I'm keeping the expectations very very realistic when it comes to South Carolina men's basketball. Man, I- I'm just very realistic. I-, I don't even think we have an official schedule yet, do we? 
I don't think the official schedule has dropped. Let's see. Wow, okay. University of South Carolina NIL, Carolina Rise is there. Is this, I wonder, I wonder if this is all of a sudden, what does this mean for Carolina Rise? They're not the official partner, but that's a positive sign. I don't know. Call from John Edward. Here we go. John Edward, what's up, man? How are you? Good. Uh, I know she's back in, but I was just hearing y'all talk about the, the men's basketball program. Mm-hmm. And let me just get your thoughts on this, dude, real quick. It's something I've been thinking about. Do you think maybe it's a blessing in disguise that you don't? I know you lost, we lost GG, but. Do you think it's a blessing in disguise that he's not going to be in the program this year? And we don't deal with, the, I guess, the circus, you could call it, everything that went on? You know, I, I, I will say this. Like, if he would have come back, that would have been fantastic. But you do make an interesting yeah, point. You, you do make an interesting point. Just was it a distraction last year? It, it was like it was another thing that Lamont Paris had to tackle. Um so, I mean, to your point, it, it, we won't know, I think, until on the court we mm-hmm. see it, but it could help them. I mean, it, it it could help them to get away, like you mentioned, from that circus and just just play ball, you know what I mean? So, um, I mean, but he's a great talent. you got to replace that great talent. I mean, that's that's the greatest challenge, but, you know, you do make an interesting point. No, yeah, I mean, I just thought, who's your thoughts on that? Because I'm like, like, dang, I'm like, I'm not trying to diss the kid, but it's like, you know, he's he talented and everything, but you know, it was, you know, he had some distractions last year. Like, mm-hmm. he didn't, I forget what game it was. He didn't play great, and Lamont brought him off the bench a couple games. I don't think he started a couple games, but I don't know. I, maybe I was just thinking about him. Like, mm-hmm. maybe it's a blessing, despite how talented he is, maybe it's a blessing he's not there, and mm-hmm. we can move forward with the guys that are going to be around Mobius and can, you can build through recruiting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for sure. No, listen, I, I think I think there's definitely advantages to to, to what you just mentioned. So uh, we'll we'll see if it helps yeah, them, hurts absolutely. them, what have you, or, or, or you know, zero impact. But uh, yeah, it's it's going to be an interesting year for sure for Lamont Paris and that team. And definitely. I'm optimistic. I, I am that you know they can show improvement. I mean, they have to show improvement. They were abysmal a season ago. So we'll yeah, see if they can. Go any worse? Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I just I thought I wanted to get your thoughts on that because I was just thinking about it. So. Yeah, John Ember. You know. Yeah, I appreciate the call, man. Always a pleasure you, to hear from you. All right, yeah. All right, brother. Take care. Great stuff from John Ember and a great way to end the show, guys. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you so much. Let's see. Jonathan says, final question here or statement. He says, that's king of a casual take. If you can add an NBA player in your collegiate team, then you take him and the team that the team that team last year needed him, especially with the roster situation we had. Somebody had to shoot the ball. Indeed, Jonathan. Indeed. We'll see how South Carolina looks. This season. Guys, I got to jump off here. We got a meeting happening right now. I got to get to. Again, appreciate you all tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube. Hit that bell icon so you get notifications of when we go live. Also, hit the subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, 
Google Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Check us out there every single day. Daily podcast dropping 5 p.m. Eastern, Monday through Friday. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much. Have a great rest of your Monday, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.